0: You know, you promise low expectations and exceed them. But I have a feeling this is going to be one of the best shows we've ever done tonight. I really do. Okay. We have so much fun and cool stuff to talk about. You, If you're not smiling by the end of this program, then I have not done my job. And you can ask Drew Anderson for a full refund uh, for the program. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. With you uh, for the next two hours during your uh, ride home or as you cook your meal, as you eat your dinner. I, I'd like to think there's at least one family that sits down to dinner listening to the show
1: like the fireside chats yeah something fdr yeah. style
0: it's like uh, you know they just put the they just put the show on alexa and they, they're like
1: oh oh turn on oh more. there's the intro I, I just
0: i don't <laughs> expect that to be widespread I just want one family to do that okay. somewhere in the Metro so line. Send area. Send
1: us your videos if you're doing that.
0: Yeah, even, a, even just a picture. Uh, Twitter. You, know, you sit around yeah. uh, around the roast and potatoes and
1: a little Alexa in the middle. Yeah, and
0: you got the rolls. Like I, I just want one family to that's their that's their tradition, <laughs> I right? I yeah, that like would, it would be cool. Be
1: better if it was a bunch of fast food and they're sitting around to it. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that works too. Okay. Yeah, fast food family, whatever you got, as long as you're listening, I'm happy. Uh, really cool sto- uh, stories to talk about tonight, but it's Tuesday, and every Tuesday in the mark aram show we put a big smile on your face with a very little guy
2: it's time (laughs) now time for would you rather with little sanjay he
0: is the guru the soothsayer the truth seeker the asker of unanswerable questions he joins us every tuesday and thursday in the mark aram show he's
3: little sanjay and would you rather how are you sanjay i'm doing well enjoying the weather you know i gotta tell you when I hear you say that I'm gonna put a big smile from a little guy, I really think there are people that think I am like miniature. <laughs> I, I, I mean, because, well, you're not. Well, you know, I mean, five, five, 170 pounds. Well, see, not exactly miniature, but I
0: set the expectations low. People think you're like three eight, <laughs> yeah, and then they meet you like, right. oh, you're normal sized, right? So, they yeah.
3: come, they come, ask me about their taxes, and they're like, wow, you're so much. Bigger yeah, exactly. Than I exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, under promise and over deliver. That's what we do on the Mark Aram show. So, Sanjay, regular size Sanjay, joins us on the Mark Aram show. He is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them here in studio. Feel free to play along in your car or if you're at the dinner table at home, uh, enjoying your Tuesday dinner or supper, depending on where you grew up. Uh, what's the first question tonight, Sanjay?
3: All right, number one Would you rather take a relaxing bath or watch a good movie?
0: Watch a good movie. I, I'm not opposed to baths. I, I If I had like one of those fancy bathtubs that Chuck and Longoria have in their in their homes, like the Gym really tubs? Yeah, but I've just got like your your normal run of the mill bathtub, uh, so I don't use it very often, but I watch the heck out of movies. but I, if I had a really cool tub, uh, I might change my answer, but for now, I am going movies. Deborah Green.
1: I don't know. I don't really like the idea of just sitting in a tub. It's just like people' soup. Yeah. So, I'll, well, I'll She watch can do movie. this
0: by herself, right, Sandra? This isn't a group thing.
3: No, this is, this is not people Still. soup. It's
0: person soup. You don't want Deborah's
3: right.
0: soup? No. <laughs> <I mean>. Wow. <laughs> there are dudes that will pay big money wow. for yeah. Deborah's well, soup. Yeah. I, know I
1: find me because I need All it. i right. yeah. Yeah. watch yeah. a movie.
0: Do you, how often do you take a bath?
1: Rarely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I remember I used to do them in college.
1: After sports, that was probably the last time. Yeah, in
2: college in college like at a dorm. No, no, no. Man, I was I had say they had a bathroom.
0: <laughs> no, <when laughs> I, that's kind of <laughs> odd. When I had a my communal... own <laughs> apartment,
3: <laughs> <A>
2: communal
0: communal
3: <laughs> <tub. laughs> When I had the my own apartment, tub. and, oh, okay. and I, would, I
0: would go to school all day and then work all night, mm. and you know, I'd be like Alice from Mel's Diner. I would get home, <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> my feet are just killing me, and I just all right. I'm gonna take a hot bath, and I, I but not so much anymore. Chuck. Ah, uh, movie. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. with Deb. I really don't want
4: to sit in hot soup.
0: Growing up in Whitefish, Montana, uh, you would bathe in the creek, I would imagine, right? The the creek?
4: As if long you... as... If we're in the summer, yeah. Yeah. We actually would, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's not a made-up
3: story.
0: But either. in your home, did you have a bathtub or... Yeah, yeah, We had one bathtub. Okay. All right. That was it. That was it. That was it. That's all you need. What do you need? Yeah, one,
2: you do uh, the Stoic Eskimo. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch a good movie. Watch a good movie. Yeah, I'm not... Um, I mean, I don't have any... Burning desire to bathe, <laughs> yeah. be in a bathtub. Yeah. Couples have uh, not to get too personal. You ever mm-hmm. done a couples bath with? The, oh, it's your bir- your
0: wife's birthday. It is her yeah. birthday, yeah. birthday yeah. Leslie, in yeah. honor of her birthday. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had any? Have you ever
3: done a? a... I'm I'm pretty
2: sure. I mean, yeah. I can't I can't think back of that. You know, right. but I'm pretty sure we've yeah. been in
3: a bathtub together, together. at some right. point. In Fair time. enough.
2: All right, next question, Sanjay.
3: All right, would you rather play video games or scroll through social media?
0: Can I pick the video game? Yeah. NCAA 2004 or whatever the last year, wow. NCAA football, <laughs> I love that game. I was so good at that game. I would take University of Connecticut, like the worst team in wow. Division One, mm-hmm. and I would win like nine straight titles with them. I, was, I would run that wishbone offense. Def- oh, I, lo- I love that game, so I'm going video games.
1: Yeah, social media is such just a black hole of evilness. Yeah. I'll take video games. Yeah, video games
0: or social media, Chuck? Video games. Video games. Hands down. Yeah. What, what's your favorite video game of all time? Do you have one?
4: Like the old one. The, remember the the retro Nintendos just came out a little while ago? The yeah. small ones that had. Like, I bought both a Nintendo and Super Nintendo and played every game on that system.
0: So, you know, I'm a big uh, baseball card collector. Do you want some of the hottest collectibles right now? Original N- Nintendo cartridges
2: yeah oh really yeah I
0: I, oh yeah one of them just sold for a half a million dollars Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I, got like five oh, I
1: have of those. Wow. yeah, 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 I, got yeah. Like I
0: mean it's like the unopened box kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it was it's, it's crazy like people have such uh, great great memories of the old Nintendo games it oh, was really long glory yeah I'm gonna play video games I still play video games I'd I rather do. do that I know you do when uh, I have time when you have time I I don't know Doug Turnbull doesn't seem like a video game type guy do you have a, a favorite video game of all time Doug
4: Gosh, all I used to play
5: bases loaded on the original oh,
0: Nintendo. Oh, yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, with the big, fat bat. Yeah, and I threw this
5: curveball or the slider. <laughs> rather, it was great, man. I used to strike my brother
0: out all the time. He hated that. Would you rather continues with little Sanjay on the Mark Aram show. What is the next question, Sanjay?
3: All right, number three, would you rather win 25 G's cash, cold, hard cash, or your best friend win 100 G's? But they can't ever have any idea that you made it happen.
0: It it depends on the time of my life, right? I think how bad do you need the 25 G's right now? Um, Let's say, for the sake of argument, I'm not saying you're my best friend, Sanjay, by any stretch of the imagination. All right, you're a friend, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Uh, But let's just say for this argument, you are my best friend. Okay. Um, I think it would depend on the financial status of my best friend, right? Like does Sanjay need a hundred grand right now? Probably not.
3: Well, does Sanjay need a hundred grand more than you need twenty five? Exactly, and the
0: answer is no. You come from money. You own
2: multiple homes. (laughs) Your brother's a doctor. (laughs) Your brother's a doctor. He's a handsome doctor. doctor. Successful (laughs) doctor. I'm I'm sure he throws you a couple of bones. Brain surgeon. So,
0: so in this in this instance, again, you are not my best friend but in this instance oh in this instance you don't need that money i do now if it's if it's a friend that is in need that needs it needs the 100 grand more than i need the 25 then i would do the switch but for the sake of this argument uh, i'll take the 25 cuz you don't need the 100 grand or green
1: my best friend is doing okay Yeah. like what he does he's doing just fine okay. so i i i work in radio i will take the 25 yeah we
0: need that we need that <laughs> money we're in a we're in a, an industry that doesn't get paid well low t chuck this is interesting because Low-T Chuck has many sources of income. He's got okay, his couple. hot neighbor wife that makes a boatload of money. Yes. He's on staff at TheRevenant.com, which yep. is just rolling in it. Um, he sells <laughs> he sells the elk steaks <laughs> and the elk jerky. I don't, I don't share that. Many, many revenue streams. So I'm yes. curious about your answer on this one.
4: Um what was the question? Twenty five K
0: for you or a hundred grand
4: for
6: your <laughs> oh, best friend.
4: That's right. Um, I'm taking 20. twenty. Twenty. I'm taking the twenty. You're taking less.
3: Yeah, he's, he's like, he's, wow. Yeah,
6: well, my is it twenty yeah. five? Okay, yeah. I'm taking the twenty five, sorry. You're so
4: benevolent. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm only gonna 25. take twenty. I
0: just think, <laughs> all that's my friends how rich. Are, Chuck all my is. friends are doing very
4: well. <laughs>
2: that's how rich Chuck is I'll just take
0: 20. <laughs> I'll just
4: take twenty.
2: <laughs> Longoria. Um, I got two girls and so I really need, need that twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. So I'll take that. I don't care about my best friend. Is your best friend you don't have to say their name, but do they play in our fantasy football
0: league? no okay all right because <laughs> i was going to sell you out on the uh, chat if you no if you, no no, no, were there. no okay no no all right longoria longoria's got two girls they're going to have to, eventually
2: you're going to have to pay for weddings and yeah, college. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that
1: either. To Oh, God. yeah.
2: Quinceaneras. You reminded me about that. Can we broadcast that? That's live when they're not going to be Mexican when they're 15.
0: <laughs> that's, that's when you switch over to Anglo. Yeah. Yeah, my Anglo daughters, <laughs> Stacy and Becky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is it? Little Sanjay's up. <laughs> the next question. All right, buddy.
3: next question. Would you rather do the hard assignments first and then the easy stuff last? Or do the easy assignments first, then do the hard stuff last.
0: I, I like make if I don't make lists, I don't get anything done. I learned that at an early age. Like if if I don't write it down, I'll make a list. So to this day I still do that. And if there's nine things on my to do list, I do the easy stuff first. So I knock out first three. I'm like, all right, I got three down, you know, and then I save the hard stuff for last. Probably not the best way to do it, but that is my uh, modus operandi, or uh, Green, executive producer of the show. You actually do stuff.
1: I tend to do the biggest time suck, you know, whatever takes mm-hmm. the most time, whatever takes the most focus. I tend to get that out of the way because then the rest of the day is just a bruise. Downhill. Yeah.
0: I get that rationale for yeah. sure. Uh, but, in, you know, my limited mental capabilities, I like to see stuff crossed off my list quickly. That's, that's why I do it. Low tea, Chuck.
4: I'm 100% your answer. Yeah. I need to do the easy stuff first. I need to get it crossed off. I have yeah. six things. I want to get through three of them real fast. Yeah. I only have three left.
2: Get that momentum
0: That's going. That's
4: way better for me.
2: Longoria. Yeah, I'm going to do the hard stuff first. I like that. Yeah. Kinda.
4: I can't do it. Yeah. Get that done, <laughs> and then can't. just
2: breeze through the rest. So of the here's day. the way. I here's why I always leave the hard
0: stuff for last. Right? God forbid I knock out like a really hard task, and then. For some reason, I don't know, I die or, you know, like, or, okay. or the task is no longer needed. Like, I'm going to delay that. I'm going to procrastinate for the tough stuff because who knows what's going to happen. That's why I pay my bills at the very last minute. It's like, who, <laughs> you know, I might not be here on, on February, on February 28th. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna pay on the 27th. So I'm not going to pay. I don't pay bills early. I All wait to right. the last second.
3: You got one more, Silk? I do. Would you rather eat an only peanut butter sandwich or an only jelly sandwich?
0: neither to be honest but uh give me that jelly
1: i'm taking the
3: peanut
0: butter peanut butter peanut butter peanut butter i can't eat peanut butter that's why i went to jelly yeah in third grade i would have taken peanut butter instead of the jelly uh way to go out with a whimper there silky uh sanjay <laughs> is the uh see he had the he saved the easy stuff for last You got the tough ones out there. Sometimes that that doesn't work out. (laughs) Sanjay, who does not need an extra $25,000 because he is a great accountant. He will do your taxes. I mean, he's going to charge you, but he'll do them well. Brass Tax Accounting on Facebook or online, brass.tax. Great job, as always, Sanjay, normal size Sanjay.
3: My man. All
0: right, we'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 626, 64 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you until 8 in the p.m. Got some breaking news in the sports wheel there, Longoria, if you don't mind uh, popping that up. Where is Hector? There will be no inductees into uh, Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame this year. No one achieved the 75% number on the ballots uh, that's needed for induction. Kurt uh, Schilling Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens coming up just shy, uh, so they will get one more shot next year on their tenth and final ballots. All three of those guys uh, next year is will be the first year on the ballot for A. Rod and Big Poppy, David Ortiz. I imagine both of them will get in. This was the highlight for me, or two highlights. Um, Andrew Jones jumped up huge in the uh, in the voting, which is great. He to me he is a Hall of Famer. He gained fourteen and a half percent on the votes this year and tim hudson on his first year on the ballot just got over the five percent uh ballot mark to stay on the ballot like if you get less than five percent of the votes they drop you from the ballot so huddy gets to stay on there so uh there you go but that's interesting no one is this the first time that that's happened no it's rare it's rare for sure uh 14 uh writers submitted blank ballots didn't vote for anybody. I wonder why. Wow. Well, they just either they're jack wagons or they felt that no one was deserving. I don't know how anyone that has a pair of eyes and saw Andrew Jones play can't tell me that guy's a Hall of Famer. Anyway, all right. So there you go. No baseball inductees. So I, I will get not be getting the company trip to Cooperstown this year. Yeah, that's right. That's one of the best fringe benefits of this job. Is that twice they've sent me up to Cooperstown. The drawback is twice I had to room with Jay Black. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a, worth it. I mean, it's the trade-off. It? Okay. That's... Yeah, it's the trade-off. Um, all right. So i got to tell you a story. One of my buddies from uh, from high school did something very, very heroic the other day. And I just want to shout him out, pass it on, and uh, give him some props on that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I want to talk about heroism. Not something we often talk about on the Mark <laughs> Arum Show. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Uh, Facebook, it's Mark Aram, WSB. News, weather, and traffic next
6: Beverly D'Angelo, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Sad, sad news. Chris Chandler, stick
0: around for this. This is newsworthy. Uh, Seku Smith, who used to be the Atlanta Hawks beat writer for the Atlanta Journal Constitution, left the team, uh, went on to work for ESPN, NBA TV, passed away today uh, due to COVID complications. He's my age at most. Uh, Sekou Smith dead. That can happen at the. Oh, that's happen. that's horrible. Yeah. He was so, when the Hawks were on WSB radio, and I would do the pre and pa- post game show. That's like a small fraternity, you know. It wasn't the Braves that had a million writers, yeah. and you know, or the Falcons. It was the Hawks. It was like a niche group, close knit. And he was, oh man, that that hurts, Chris Chandler.
5: Well, I'm sorry for the loss. There, we get we get cautionary tales like that all the time now. Yeah, yeah.
0: unbelievable. Yeah. All right, thank you. That that I mean, pass that along to the. To romper room. They might want to in- include that in the newscast later on. All right. Um, wow, that's, that hurts. Seku Smith, rest in peace. He was a good dude, good writer. Uh, all right, this is, this is what I want to talk about. That, that, that just set me back for a second. Um, my buddy from uh, high school, Hudak, good dude. Uh, I, was, I was in his wedding. He was. The, did I tell you this story? I'm sure I've told. I'll retell it. So uh, he was a year younger, being in high school, whatever, and he was getting married. This is probably like 15 years ago and he calls me up he's like hey he invited me to the wedding he's like hey i forgot to ask you do you want to be a groomsman and i was like yeah absolutely i was like that what an honor you know very (laughs) cool so he's like all right go to a men's warehouse you know get fitted for your tux or whatever i think it was men's warehouse and i go there and i'm like uh yeah i'm here to get uh, fitted for the hudak wedding and they're like what's your name It's mark Aaron in the computer and like no you're not you're not showing up so i text hudak i'm like Hey, I'm not I'm not in the computer for your wedding, he goes, Oh, tell him you're Jeremy Gall. <laughs> <laughs> like one of his one of his groomsmen bailed. He didn't tell me that. He was like I like I thought I was first pick. You right, know, right. Right? <laughs> and I was like, Hudak. Oh, so uh, that that just gives you who Hudak is, right? Yeah. He's the guy that um said his father in invented spandex. <laughs> All right. Really? Yeah. I'm like, Hudak... You have a nice home, but if your dad invited invented spandex, you'd have a mansion, right? Right, right. So th- that's the background information you need on Hudak. So it gets posted on Facebook. Are you guys friends with your f- your friends from high school on Facebook? Yeah, yeah much. Probably the only thing that I enjoy Facebook is g- keeping up with friends from high school and college. Someone posts that Hudak saved a woman from a burning car. So again, this is Hudak. I, you know, <laughs> I'm like, man. All right, let's let me hear the real story. But it was a true story. Someone posted a link to the newspaper in my town. They did a whole story on it. Apparently, this lady got into a car crash, and Hudak was on the scene. I don't think he caused the car crash. They didn't say that in the article.
2: (laughs) That would be funny.
0: He's not as bad as driver as Longoria. Wow. So anyway, but he, 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 uh, he and another guy go to the car, and, like, the car's mangled, and they, like, rip the door off, and they get her out, the lady out. And then, like, 10 seconds later, boom, the car blows up. So like Hudak is a legit hero. Like he saved this woman's life. I mean he if if he didn't do that, she probably dies. Which is amazing. I think that's a great story. And I was like, man, Hudak, that's that's so cool. Like he he is a hero. And I was trying to think like, what's the most heroic thing I've ever done in my life? And I can't come up with oh, a... I no, I got nothing. I got oh, yeah. absolutely <laughs> nothing. nothing. Now, let me let me couched that by saying, I've never been in a situation where I had the opportunity to be heroic. It's not like I came upon a crash and was like, yeah, someone else would get it. Like that, I've never had the opportunity <laughs> right. to be a hero. Um, so it sounds like I'm not alone. You have no. it, What's the most heroic you've ever been in your life? I, nothing. Not killing deer? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah.
2: missing, missing a lot. Missing. <laughs> yeah. Longoria, you're stoic. You're, you're a a. a I, I man. I remember one time I tried to protect my cousin uh, girl cousin from a dog, but I ended up dragging her because I ran faster than so. I don't consider that <laughs> saving her whatsoever.
7: Her.
8: Well,
2: because she wouldn't run with me, I was like, run, 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 and then she fell. I was like, eh, whatever. This was like two months ago, by yeah, so. it, was. It, was, it was last <laughs> so year. So that's the, that's probably, but that's not even considered heroic. But that's more than what I got. Yeah, I, I mean, the dog didn't attack us, so I mean, I yeah. did something. <laughs> he probably was like, oh, look at these idiots. The most heroic thing I, I think I did was last week.
0: Uh, I saw a crash on 75 and I called the 24 hour traffic zone. Oh, nice. I was like, hey, just a heads up. <laughs> just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica Harrell, there's a crash. <laughs> you know, I can't think. Have you ever done anything heroic? To- I mean, you, you if anyone out of the four of us has yeah, done would something be heroic.
1: I don't know if it would be heroic. You know, there was a kid skateboarding in our neighborhood and he fell and I think he broke his leg. It looked pretty bad and I was able to help him and get his mom over there and, and they called an ambulance and I kind of stayed with him and made sure he didn't die or wasn't crazy <laughs> i mean he was he was a kid you know yeah how so. old were you this was just a couple years ago oh okay yeah so That's he was like he must have been like 8 or 9 yeah but i mean it, I, I just stayed with them, you know. I didn't do do anything else.
0: How did the How did you get in contact with the mom?
1: He told me where they lived, and I just walked over. Oh, so you actually
0: went somewhere and then came back? Yeah. All right. That's that's quasi heroic.
1: Maybe that's the closest I can think of.
0: You didn't You didn't just leave the kid there. No, that's what you get for skateboarding, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Jimmy. (laughs) All right. So, all right. I I don't know. I just want to know what's the most heroic thing you've ever done, or. What's the most heroic thing you've ever seen or witnessed? Have you seen a hero in action? I think I have confidence that the four of us put in a position to be a hero, we would step up. I'd like to think so, that we're the type of good people that would do that. Uh, But obviously no heroes currently on the Mark Arab show. Uh, What's the most heroic thing you have ever done in your life? Or what's the most heroic thing you've ever witnessed? In, In honor of my friend, Keith Hudak. I was, an, I was honored to fill in for Jeremy Gall and his wedding as a, as a groomsman. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. He had that spandex fortune, uh, spandex fortune to, to go back on as well. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. 652, 61 degrees on Peachtree Street. Severe weather blew through the last night. Uh, Deborah was woken up by the uh, severe weather. Chuck, did you uh, sleep through it with that uh, hot dog and beer hangover? No
4: way, man. Those kids were up all night. You
2: were up. uh, Schlongoria? Uh, I think my daughter woke up and my wife woke up. Me and the, me and Livia slept through you it. You and Becky stayed. stayed <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, uh,
0: no heroes here on the Mark Aram show yet. We do have the chance to be heroic. In honor of my buddy Hudak, who saved a woman's life, uh, pulled her out of what turned out to be an exploding car. What's the most heroic thing you've ever done in your life or the most heroic thing you've ever witnessed? 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Tom's in Canton. Tom, welcome to the show.
8: Thank you. Thank you. My story, I guess you'd call, <clears throat> we were in Bosnia coming back from a little uh, three-day vacation, I called, on the hilltop. And on the outskirts of town, these two kids ran out in front of the convoy and refused to move. They kept yelling, baby, baby, baby. Well, the interpreter, he went out and talked to them for a few minutes, Doc, uh, they need you. Okay, and i say probably about 300 meters off the beaten path, little shack. And there's mom already dilated eight centimeters.
0: She was having a baby.
8: Uh, she did about twenty minutes later. Little oh. baby boy.
0: And you delivered it. Yep. Where was this, Fallujah? You said.
8: Um, Bontabuchy in Bosnia.
0: Oh my gosh! Wow. And what year was that, Tom? Two thousand one. All right. So that kid is, you know, twenty years old now. Oh yeah. All right. Good that. that good job delivering a kid. I think. If you're not a doctor in a hospital, if you deliver a kid, that's, that's pretty heroic. Chris is in Alpharetta. Chris, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, Mark. Thanks. Well, so, uh, this isn't really a hero story, but I think I might have saved a girl's life at one point in Ooh, God. okay. This is uh, just graduated high school down at Daytona Beach with, you know, the friends. And we're in one of the hotels. You always hear these stories about people falling off balconies, these spring breakers. So it's probably two in the morning. I'm in bed. Nobody else is in the room. And I hear a girl kind of whimpering coming off my balcony so i go out there and we're on maybe the third or the fourth floor and if you can imagine sort of a a concrete balcony with the rails about four inches in from the edge she's sitting with her butt on my four inches on the outside of the rail and her feet three feet across to the next balcony on the other four inches and she's drunk as she can be you know, barely, you know, coherent. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, oh, my God, she's going to fall. So, but I reach over, get my, get under her shoulders, pull her up onto my balcony, into the room, and then out the front door, and she's very thankful, could barely walk. That's think, heroic. Oh, God.
0: That's heroic, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. I
4: don't know if it's heroic, but I get back in bed, and then I hear clunk, clunk on my balcony. She jumped back over <laughs> to try to come back in and thank me, but I set her on her way, so it's...
0: I knew uh, I went on this date once with a girl. Thank you for the call, Chris. Um, and she eventually um, died from falling off a balcony in college, like at a dorm balcony. Yeah, it was, it's pretty freaky. She had a pair of my jeans still. When she died? Well, I mean, she wasn't wearing them. I don't oh, think okay. so. But like, she I had, thought you were mad about that. Like, she had, oh, she ruined my jeans. She like, had taken a pair of my jeans and didn't return mm, them. That's weird. But she could fit into my
2: jeans, which is also kind of weird. That's weird that you wear the same size as a woman. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, Kathy's in Dallas. Kathy, what's the most uh, heroic thing you've ever done in your life?
9: Well, I'm a school teacher, and um, I'd like to think that I go above and beyond academics every day. And and when I know that students are in trouble, I help them. But the story that I want to tell about is my husband was involved in a car wreck, a car accident in Montana. Um, in November 2019, and this off-duty nurse saw him in the median of the highway and stopped. She was not on the job, stopped, and took blankets out of her trunk, kept my husband warm, stabilized him in the middle of snow, ice, and everything. Wow. Until help had arrived there, and um, then she wrote me this long letter. My husband did not
0: survive his injury but, oh i'm so sorry um, kathy
9: thank you kathy, but, Can, um, can I, I don't want to i don't want to
0: rush you off kathy can i put you on hold and get back to you after the news
9: <laughs> certainly
0: okay yeah oh my god i'm so sorry to hear that heroic effort by the nurse uh what's the most uh, heroic thing you've ever done in your life or the most uh, heroic thing you've ever witnessed 404 750 1-800-WSB-TALK this is the mark aram show
2: The Mark Aram show is performed before a live studio audience.
10: No, I want this town to be near you.
0: to the show and a good tuesday eve to you mark aram here you there at 706 six minutes after seven o'clock this is the mark aram show heard monday through friday six to eight p.m on 95.5 wsb atlanta's news and talk the whole family here tonight devora green the executive producer of the show longoria the stoic skinny eskimo on the other side of the takeout window Loti chuck screens your calls. got a bunch of fun stories coming up in the second half hour of this hour makes sense i don't know uh, but we're, we're honoring my buddy from high school, Hudak, who literally saved a woman's life the other day, pulled her out of a car accident, and then seconds later, uh, the car blew up. And, and this is not just from the mouth of Hudak. This is actual, you know, news reports. Like, I saw the actual article, he saved this woman's life. Very heroic deed by Hudak. I, sadly, have never done anything heroic in my life. And I think it's just because of a lack of opportunity. I'd like to think if I was in a position to be heroic, I would be that hero. That being said... What's the most heroic thing you've ever done in your life uh, or what's the most heroic thing you've ever seen in your life? Does bringing in um, donuts, does that count as an act of a hero? To the newsroom, bringing in—I
1: mean, sometimes radio people are starving, so you—you you could make sure they're not food yeah. insecure.
0: Yeah, That's you're saving uh, their lives. Yeah, feeding feeding my coworkers is probably the most heroic mm. thing. Uh, I mean, not to dismiss that, but uh, it's not an act of heroism. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> More of an act of generosity. Yes. Uh, poor Kathy uh, in Dallas joins us. Lost her husband in a car crash in Wyoming, but the nurse, uh, he, she wrote you a letter after the crash. And what did she say, Kathy?
9: Well, she just took me step by step on what she did to comfort him and stabilize him. But beyond that, it was a very—it was in Montana, a very small town in Montana um, called Big Timber. And um, last summer, I went out and I met her and I met all of the ambulance, the um, EMTs. And the nurses and doctors that were with my husband till the end, um, I felt like it was a part of my grief journey, and it would bring me peace because I couldn't be there with him. Sure, yeah. And it absolutely did. And uh, they're all heroes. She said that she knew he was someone special, that she knew he was someone's husband, father, grandfather by the pictures on his phone. She um, did everything she possibly could. They all did. And that brought me some peace and comfort to know that he was surrounded by people, total strangers that I didn't even know um, when he passed because we did not make it out there in time. But, I, hope,
0: I um, hope you don't mind me asking, but, Kathy. What what was he doing out in Montana?
9: He um, it was business. He was a he's a pi- or was a pilot car driver that escort the the big rig truck. Yeah, yeah, and. And he had finished a job um, and was on his way back home. And um, it was a weather event that no one expected. It was black ice, and there were, like, 120-something accidents on that stretch of road that day, and my husband was one of them. And so I didn't mean to bring this portion of your show down, but I I just had to point out that there are heroes that are total strangers. And even though I lost my husband... I'm forever grateful to them for what they did for my husband and that they were there with him. And And I think um,
0: it even makes it more heroic that they were strangers, right? This wasn't a loved one. This was was someone that they didn't know. I'm so sorry for your loss, but I'm glad you found some peace with with it, Kathy. That's an amazing story.
9: Yes. Thank you so much. Take care. And I love your show.
0: Thank you for listening, Kathy. I appreciate it. Wow. Do you know where that city is in Montana, Chuck? I didn't want to.
4: Yeah, Big Timber's in our conference.
0: Oh, really? We went there all the time. Yeah. Th- that, does that, that doesn't surprise you then? No, not at all. Yeah. Oh, what, a, what a horrible uh, what a hor- well, a horrible but uplifting story, I guess. Ed's in Marietta. Ed, you are on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, buddy?
5: Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Excellent. Uh, I love your show. Thank love you, buddy. Show. My hero event is that I know Steve Hudak, and I was a friend of his uh, about 30 years ago when we were working for the same company. Okay, so I think that uh, that gives me the benefit of being a
0: hero. All right, it was his name's Keith Hudak, though. I don't know who Steve Hudak is. Maybe he's, maybe his <laughs> long lost brother. I don't know. There's Frank. Who, no, I'm not going to go through the whole lineage, but his name oh. was Keith Hudak. Mm. But I, I guess any. Was you know, there a Steve in his family? No, not know. that I know of. No, I know a Stephen Chadwick, mm. not related. Uh, Adams in Cartersville. Adam, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
5: Thanks, Mark. Um, so up here where I live, there was a there's a certain intersection. Um, that wasn't moving one day. And uh, I noticed that there was a wheelchair in the intersection. There was no policeman there. There was no EMT, nothing yet. And uh, so I drive there, park on the median, and a guy has fallen out of his wheelchair while crossing the, uh, the intersection. So I asked him, I was like, are you okay? He said, yeah, he was fine. I asked him, would you like me to pick you up and put you back in your chair? He said yes, and I don't know if he peed before or if he peed when I picked him up. But oh. I had his pee all over me, and I couldn't drop him.
0: No, no. <laughs> so I
5: put, him, I put him back in the chair.
0: Oh, well, so. I, I don't know what to think about that. I didn't mm. need to hear the urine part of that yeah. story.
2: Well, that makes the hero part, I guess. Does he, it?
0: Uh-huh. I mean, the, the, the act of putting him back in his chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He <laughs> could have just said he soiled himself right. or something. Clean it up or something. We actually have people listening to the show while eating dinner. We hope. Oh, that's no, no, right. I got a yeah. tweet. Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. Really? Uh, let's see. Well, we just ruined their dinner. Uh, Charla. <laughs> Charla's cooking chicken cachetori while wow. listening on the nice. smart speaker. Uh-huh. So maybe she's not eating while listening. She's cooking while listening. Yeah. Elaine is up next on the Mark Abram Show. Hello, Elaine.
6: Hi, Mark. My story's a little different. I'm in pet rescue for 20 years, and I have helped to rescue. I guess over 500 pets. I've fostered a lot of them, and um, find wonderful homes for them. You're a hero and- just for
0: doing that to me. In my book, <laughs> oh. that's a hero right there.
6: Is is your dog a rescue?
0: My what? Well, both are kind of. So the first, my oldest yeah. dog, Bosco, I rescued from a coworker. Like the coworker oh. was gonna give him up, give her up, and I oh, was really? like, yeah. I was like no I'll take her and then my second dog we got from the humane society. So I guess technically yeah both rescues.
6: Well that's still rescue. But um and also two turtles that were in the road and and a small pig. So so I've had a variety of rescues in my life. That's that's Under awesome. That's,
0: I if I yeah. could, I mean I, I don't it's not going to happen, but if I lived on acres and acres of land, I would probably have 15 to 20 dogs like there's no question and probably a couple of pigs like i i wish i could have as many dogs as possible i think just dogs are the greatest thing in the world oh speaking of dogs cats um okay there's this is cats. cat yeah yeah deborah found a (laughs) a thing do you what do you guys think about males that own cats like (laughs) exactly so do you have the story can you pull it up deborah it'll take me a second basically a cat charlie so what I it do, is, but I'm not a
4: dude with a cat. So like what I'm,
1: it is, is if you're single and, and you're on a dating site, yes. if you post a picture with you holding your cat, automatically women tend to think you're less dateable than if you don't share a picture with the cat. That's the basic of the story.
2: I, I believe that.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If I, if I saw that, I'd just every going. Every
2: male that I've known to them by themselves that own a the cat, they're always weird or yeah. something <laughs> something's wrong with them. I but, but have friends of mine, you know. I'm not random. i I mean, I'm married now, but if
0: I was still in the dating scene and a woman had a cat, I'd find her less dateable.
1: But I think women having cats is more. Oh yeah, than so much a oh, definitely. Guy. I
0: I just am allergic to them, and sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that's a different reason. There, but... in, in college, I went out with this girl. Um, she went to uh, SUNY New Paltz, which was across the river from my school, and she was. I, I met her at a bar. Blah blah blah. Really pretty, funny. Blah blah blah. We go out to dinner, and we go back to her house, and she had like. Fifteen cats.
1: Oh, <gasps> oh no! Just, gotta
6: leave
1: right
0: there. Well, I, well, no. She was really pretty, Deb. So <laughs> hey, uh, you put yeah, up with a lot. Yeah. You thought about it Breathing, for a while. Didn't you? i mean really pretty. <laughs> so I sat down in her living room on the on a chair, and apparently that was one of the cat chairs. And I, after fifteen minutes, I had to bail on the date. Like my eyes were just gushing, and my nose was all stuffed up. I'm like. This I can't do it. Happening. You're you're not that pretty, <laughs> and I'm sure at that point I didn't look very attractive either with yeah. red eyes. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you're a single dude, uh, does Jay Black have a cat? No, right? No. Good. All right, keep it up, Jay Black. Single dudes, <laughs> yeah, are that would be considered them, really. less dateable if they own cats. All right, a little a little information there. Thank you, Deborah Dennis in Fayetteville. Dennis, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
7: Hey, Mark, listen to you on the way home every uh, evening. Love I appreciate show. it, brother. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this was a heroic act. It's uh, just a response but It happened in uh, one of your favorite restaurants, a Waffle House.
2: Oh, love um, Waffle
7: House! My two kids and my ex-wife were eating, and the lady behind us in the booth behind us started screaming her husband's name. So I jumped up, and the guy was slumped over the table. Uh, he was—if he was a pound, he was 300, and he was non-responsive. I had to drag him out of the booth and uh, laid him on the floor and a nurse was also in the hospital i mean in the uh waffle house oh that's fortuitous started doing cpr on him and uh, i was doing chest compressions and uh, back in those days you also did mouth to mouth so she was doing mouth to mouth and uh the guy was uh completely unresponsive they uh, emts got there and they hooked him up to the uh uh, device and uh, gave him a few shocks they put him on the gurney he still wasn't responsive and uh they took him to the hospital and that night i uh was really concerned so i uh went to the hospital and uh found his uh family and the guy didn't make it so it was oh good
0: i i actually went now that you mentioned that uh do you know the south african restaurant on roswell road 10 degrees south so i was there this is this is like 10 years ago maybe and a guy, I guess, ha- was having a heart attack in the restaurant, and someone came over and performed CPR, saved his life. You know, the ambulance came, and he, he was good, responsive. I didn't go to the hospital to follow up, but uh, he looked like he was okay. Uh, that's that's ha- like just uh, the adrenaline when you see something like that. I'm glad you knew CPR, Dennis. That's pretty cool.
7: Yeah, everybody should.
0: Yeah, indeed. I wanted to do that years ago um, after, right after I saw that, and I was like, because I, I remember in, in high school, you learned CPR, but I, don't, I wouldn't know how to do it now. And I wanted to, wanted to get everyone certified. And we had like this, We were going to have this big thing upstairs in the cafeteria, where, and it just never came to fruition. Um, maybe we'll do that after COVID.
6: Yeah,
1: oh, definitely after COVID. After COVID.
0: <laughs> uh, Devin is in Winder, Georgia. Devin, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, about 10 years ago in Athens, Georgia, I did something
5: really stupid. I, uh, I intervened in a mugging.
2: Ooh, that's heroic.
0: Give me the
5: lowdown. What happened? Uh, Delivering pizza about 3 in the morning. Um, See, just on a fairly busy during the day uh, road, a group of maybe five or six guys standing around in a circle. On second look, there's a guy laying on the ground in the middle of them. So slam on the brakes, jump out of the car with my uh, self-defense crowbar. And uh, luckily, as soon as they saw a car stop, they split. Or else, you know, that could have ended very poorly for for the both of us. Uh, But... Picked the guy up. He was, he was okay. Not,
0: not terribly hurt. Drove him home. Never saw him again. Wow. Was he, so five-on-one, that, that is heroic to stop on a five-on-one. I don't know. I'd like to say I would do that, but I think I would call 911 and, like, stay in my I car. I can't say I would do it now, but <laughs> yeah. I have kids. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, would, I would honk and stay in the car. Honk. <laughs> and uh, put your and on. call 911. <laughs> yeah, I'd put my hazard lights on. I'd crack the window. What are you doing? Get away. Yeah,
7: I don't know. One-on-one,
0: on one, I'd get out. Maybe even a two-on-one, five-on-one. Yeah, no. he's lucky. I'd have to be in that situation to see. He did have the crowbar, though. Uh, we'll come back. The most heroic thing you've ever done. And in honor of my buddy Keith Hudak, who saved a woman's life the other day. Good job, Hudak. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show.
2: Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 7
0: at 25, an unseasonably warm 61 degrees on Peachtree Street. Talking about heroism. What's the most heroic thing you've ever done in your life? Scott's in McDonough. I have a feeling, Scott, you got a doozy of a hero story for us. What's up, buddy?
5: Well, it's dog-related, Mark, so you might like it. All right. We uh, About seven years ago, took the family on vacation in upstate New York in the Adirondacks in the month of february to go
0: skiing oh i was was about to say february That or all right as long as you're skiing because that that's not the best time if you're not skiing single digit temperatures
5: um our dog got out of the house and went out onto the ice which wasn't quite frozen oh i hate those stories about 40 yards out he went through the ice well the family started freaking out uh quite loudly and i don't know what happened i just walked out there went into the water and kind of was like an icebreaker and swam out and grabbed my dog
0: in those frigid oh. temperature and 40 yards that's I, that's a long way to go was, in freezing it water
5: It really far but there was no way i was going to let my dog drown and there was no way i was going to let my my wife and kids see it
0: i not, didn't think just went you're batman that's amazing <laughs> i would do the i would do the same thing for my dog for sure um, but holy cow. You ever seen those videos where like a deer or oh, yeah, elk is yeah. trapped in the, in the frozen pond and then people oh. got to come and save them? Wow. How long ago was this, Scott? About seven years ago. Is the dog still with us? Uh, no, he's passed, but he lived a long life. He was a great dog. Man, that's I, – I, I know. I don't know about that other one, that five-on-one, the guy getting robbed, what I do. But if Bosco slipped through the ice, yeah, I'm going out there to get him that uh, get her. that that's amazing uh tammy's in dunwoody tammy real quick the most heroic thing you've ever done
6: uh i was going on a vacation and when i was driving i watched a pl- uh, truck flip over and do a rollover and i stopped my car and was able to keep people
10: away
9: from this young lady we were able to contract her neck to make sure that oh. she, we were sure she had a
6: broken back and, uh, you know, we just kept people away until paramedics were able to get there and
0: save her. You are a true American hero. Thank you for doing that, Tammy. I think I would do that. As much as I don't like blood and broken bones, if, if I see a crash like that, I'm going to stop and maybe I'll just direct traffic like Tammy. I'm not going to register an aide, but yeah, uh, uh, my traffic background, I could be like, all right, you know, flag people over. Get in the left lane. Get in the left lane. Get in the left lane. Uh, More of your heroism stories and Russ in Gainesville and some food stuff. Food stuffs when we come back. This is The Mark Aram Show.
11: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen. Uh He packed in
7: the animals two by two. Ox, a camel, a oh, Welcome Lord. back to the show, 73723
0: in front of 8 Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call. Got another message on Instagram, Debra Green, a couple that uh, listens to our show at dinner every night. So we, we already exceeded. I just wanted one family to, to listen to the show while eating dinner now we're, we're up to two set that bar low so that... yeah exactly uh over overachieve uh yeah. still kind of shaken up about the loss of Seku Smith uh former uh, Hawks beat writer for the AJC uh went on to great things worked at ESPN NBA TV gotta be my age maybe a year or two older or younger but in that same age bracket and he died uh today of COVID-19 just an awful story thoughts and
2: prayers to his family he was a Great dude, great writer. Um,
0: that yeah, stinks.
2: And it's always tough when they're right around your age, right? Yeah. Like it, it kind of hits home a little harder. Than yeah. it should, you know. That's all and as far as I know, he didn't have any pre-existing conditions. It's just a
0: it, it, this is a nasty thing. It's a nasty thing. Uh on the brighter side, my buddy from high school, Keith Hudak, uh saved a woman's life the other day. Amazing act of heroism, pulled her out of an accident out of her car, and then the car seconds later blew up, like literally saved her life. I, sadly, have never done anything as heroic or even close. What's the most heroic thing you've ever done or seen? 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Barbara is in Canton. Barbara, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
6: Hi, Mark.
0: Hello, Barbara.
6: Um, I love your show, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. And um, my story is I saved my little brother's life. He was um, 9 or 10 years old, and I was probably around 12 and we lived above a water treatment facility. He was playing with a ball, and it went down the embankment into one of the pools, and he went to get it. And I went looking for him, couldn't find him, until one of the paddles pushed him up, and I saw his head. And I had to wait a couple of times for him to come up to get my arms under his to pull him up. And my nephew, who was six years old, he, um. He hollered at me from the embankment, and I told him to go get his dad because I couldn't get my little brother out of the water, but I could at least keep his head above the water.
0: Yeah. Uh, how old were you, and how old was your brother at the time?
6: I was 12, uh, probably, and he was probably 9. Wow. Or tw- 10.
0: That's amazing. Good for you, a 12-year-old uh, with, with the instincts to go looking for your brother and save his life.
6: And he... um. When they got him to the hospital, they had said that his nail beds were blue and his lips were already blue, but they revived him and um, he had Down syndrome, and he lived to be 22.
0: Oh, so you, your, your heroic, uh, you know, got him uh, a good number of years after that. Well, what, a, wow, you truly heroic action, Barbara. Thank you for sharing. I'm sorry your brother passed, though.
6: Well, thank you for that. I appreciate
0: that. All right. All right. I got a question. That's
6: been about 47 years ago.
0: Not not related to this topic at all. Are you in the self-checkout line at Kroger, or is there someone in front of you?
6: Actually, I'm getting in my car. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) So you've done the shopping.
6: (laughs) Yes, I've done the shopping.
0: All right. Good stuff. Thank you for calling. Thanks for listening, Barbara. Uh, Brooke is in Powder Springs. Brooke, welcome to the show.
11: Hi. Hello, Brooke. Thank you. So my hero is my son. He's a young police officer, and he was riding one night in South Cobb and saw a lady driving with no headlights on, so he was able to get her to stop, and she was an elderly lady who was lost and disoriented. She'd been lost since 10 o'clock that morning from Gwinnett County and had had no food and had no idea where she was. So he contacted her family and bought her a meal and stayed with her until her Family came to get her and take care of her.
0: That's so sweet. How long ago was this?
11: Um, it was about three years ago. And the even funnier part about it is that he didn't even call his mom and tell her. I saw it on WSB the next day. Oh,
0: no kidding? She didn't even brag to you. Well, that, that even makes it more heroic that he didn't brag. <laughs>
11: yeah.
0: You said this was on South Cobb
11: Drive? Uh, no, he was in Powder Springs in South oh. Cobb County.
0: Oh, okay. I was trying to think and of what restaurant he would have taken her to.
11: She, she had made her way from here to hear from Gwinnett.
0: Oh wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, thank thank your son for us. That's amazing. There are certain professions, and I'm not using this an excuse that I'm because i have not never been a hero yet. But I would think police officers, doctors, firefighters, especially, right? Like you have a greater chance to be a hero in those professions than just some schlub on a on a microphone. Well, yeah, the
2: opportunities. That yeah. They get into.
0: I I really think I would. I hope I would jump to the opportunity. Would would Russ in Gainesville jump to the opportunity to be a hero, or has Russ, he done it already? Come here a minute, I want to talk to Russ. You. I have a feeling you've done something pretty heroic in your life, my friend.
8: No, nah, I mean I saved this girl's <laughs> life, but it wasn't heroic. How did you save her life? She, this girl named Nikita, um, she got bitten by a black widow over at the apartment. So and they came up to me. These, yeah, these people came up to me. They said, "Can you drive her to the hospital?" And I didn't even really want to do it. I said, "Yeah, come on," because she didn't have a car. So I drove her to the hospital, and it looked like she was like passing out or something. So I started driving really fast. And she woke up, and she said, slow down. And I said, no, you just slow down. up. <laughs> you asked me for a ride, you know. He so told I, I took her to the up. hospital. And when we got there, they took her in the back in a wheelchair, and I left. I, I told her, I said, just tell her to call me when she's done. Well, I didn't see her for about a week. And uh, when I, I drove in one day and she weighed me down and, and uh, I drove over there, she said, you saved my life. I said, what are you talking about? Apparently, when she got there and they took her in her back, her, what do you call it, windpipe, it closed up and they had to cut a hole in her neck where she could breathe. Uh
0: tracheotomy.
8: And, yeah, and the doctor said, if you would got here five minutes later, you'd be dead. And so you know, if I'd have slowed down, she would, she'd be dead.
0: That's why you told her to shut up when you were driving her. Are you sure? <laughs> exactly. Are you sure it was a black widow? I didn't think there were black widows in Georgia. They have the uh, the the brown recluse. I know that's the deadly one here in Georgia. I could be wrong. Maybe there are black widows, but you sure about the black widow part? Yeah, you
8: know, it was a up That's what they told me. I didn't see it. Or or I'm you just to tell you guys something. Wait, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, Russ. hold on,
0: hold on. Are you making up the spider thing and this girl just like OD'd on heroin or something? <laughs>
8: no.
0: no, it was legit a spider bite.
8: That's what they told me I don't know.
0: All right, like the scene in uh, Pulp Fiction, uh, yeah, where it's in the heart. Stab in the heart. Like
8: this? Yeah, <laughs> you bring a you bring a girl to your house
0: anyway. All right, go ahead, Russ. I'm sorry, buddy.
8: I you can call me whatever you want, but I own a cat.
0: Yeah, well, you don't. I'm ha-
1: not surprised.
0: Yeah, maybe that helps you get the ladies.
8: Well, you know the thing is, um, I'm surprised you don't think a man should have a cat because. In The Godfather, your favorite movie, the opening scene. He the has Godfather a cat. Himself yeah,
0: that wasn't even in the script. That was just the stray cat that was that came up on set, and Brando just went with oh, it. Really? Now, for through the record, I never said guys shouldn't own cats. That I did. Yeah, Longoria <laughs> did. I just said <laughs> the research shows that they're less dateable. When if
1: you're posting photos with cats, you yeah. appear less dateable. Yeah.
0: So uh, when you're on Plenty of Fish, you're not posting a picture of you and the cat, Russ, right?
8: No, but I do put pictures of it on Facebook sometimes. All right, there you it's, go. Just, it's crazy. It runs around, climbs the curtains and stuff. It's very amusing. And I didn't buy it or anything. I'll tell you what happened. It came in through the dryer vent. What? And I kept blowing it out, and it kept coming back. the oh well,
0: A reluctant hero. That's Russ in Gainesville. <sighs> Russ, uh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, hey, tomorrow, short show. So we're only on from 6 to 6.30, so you can kick back and relax. Okay. All right, there you go. Uh, reluctant hero, Russ in Gainesville. <laughs> I didn't want to take her to the yeah. hospital. And I left. Now call me when you want to ride home. Grant and Decula. Grant, I know you've been a hero at some point in your life.
10: <laughs> well, actually, I'm not going to give you the, the real one because it's, it's a little personal and, it's, and it's, I'm, it's kind of too entailed. But but I will give you one that that actually did. Well, they both happened. But, um. um no, I'm, uh, probably about 10 years ago, I had a black lab, and uh, my nephew, I was at my nephew's house, he gave him a chicken bone. Oh, no, you can't do that. I know, and he did, and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize what happened. Uh, he he started uh, wheezing and having difficulty, and I checked his gums. I've owned dogs all my life. And I and I, and I I checked his gums. They were almost white. And I said, what the heck? And he said, well, I gave him a chicken, boy. And so I stayed up with the dog all night long, monitoring him, because I, I said, if I have to, I'll take it to an all-night vet. And ultimately, about 6 to 1, I said, I can't take this anymore, and the dog was, was like, really lethargic. Uh, so I, basically, I gave him the Heimlich Maneuver. I didn't know you could do that with a dog, but I tried it. I said, i got to try something. I gave him the hindrance maneuver, and the dog did not. It was lodged uh, in his throat, but it did not uh, come out. He swallowed it. Ugh. It went down. Oh! And within probably 20 minutes, his gums were pink. He was breathing fine. And, What's and, it, with and the gums, right? out is, that, is
0: that an indication? Gums? Is that an indicator? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that.
10: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's, that's that's,
0: that's my especially living in Atlanta, the, the chicken wing capital of the world. You ever walk around and there's chicken bones everywhere. And I, I have a, a Bosco's a beagle and she'll eat literally anything that's on the ground. Yeah. And you got to be super vigilant it. to make sure they're not eating those those, you know, those flat wings that Longoria throws out of his car. As he's driving down uh, the interstate. Yeah, not it's the gonna... cooked.
2: It's the cooked bones. It's not so much the raw bones. They can eat raw bones. Would you give them a raw bone? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we've given uh, one of our older chicken? dogs raw chicken bones? Raw chicken. We gave them raw chicken with bones in it. Yeah, they can uh, eat that. The uh, views of cook, cooked, do not reflect bones. those of management of the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> Look it up. W- no, I'm not looking it up. Why not? You want to just prove me
0: wrong? No, I, well, I don't give them. A, don't. No. They they sell bones at Publix. Get him yeah, one of those. I'm not giving those bones. They're toxic. All right. Guess who's not getting started the show? Uh, we're yeah. going to come back. Uh, all of your calls got to be quick, though. The most heroic thing you've ever done in your life. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark
2: Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final
0: segment of the show. Got to be super quick here with your heroism stories. Tom is in Alpharetta. Tom, the most heroic thing you've ever done, buddy.
7: Yes, when I was a sophomore in college, uh, my friend, he'd gone off to Potsdam, and I was at Binghamton, and so we didn't get to see each other, but then we got together for the summer to party at a pool party, and of course, adult beverages were consumed, uh, probably to, to an excess, excess degree, uh, and then my friend, he, he wasn't a really good swimmer, and he was in the pool, and he was walking near the steep part of the pool, where it goes into the deep end and slid down there, and kind of went to the bottom uh,
1: and
0: you so, jumped in uh, and saved them
7: uh and i went in and pulled them up threw them out on the deck it was really hard to do that and i gave them cpr
0: and uh, one
7: thing they don't tell you about cpr until you do it is that watch out for that regurgitation
0: oh it comes back but, at you uh, wow all right saved his buddy's life good job james real quick the most heroic thing you've ever done
6: uh yeah so um first of all uh those spiders are definitely in georgia oh but, okay too, yeah but um so I have two, but I'll tell you one real quick. Uh, so one night, uh, Christmas night, or Christmas, it might have been Christmas Eve, my family was leaving my house, and we heard this, like, yelling, like, yelping, like, horrible sound. And so my father, I was like, say, go in the house. I said, okay. And then all of a sudden I hear him screaming. He's like, get a knife, get a knife. I had no idea what he was going on. I thought maybe there was a fight or something. So I literally grabbed a butcher's knife and, like, ran through my house with a knife, telling my kids to get out of the way. I run outside, go to the neighbors where I hear all the noise, and their dog had jumped over the fence and was on a runner and basically had hung itself and oh. was hanging there over the fence. And so we and it was one of those metal wire runners. Yeah. And so I had to go and run and saw off the little the runner so it could get free. That's what you Save never use those
0: things. Never use those things at all. Or give your dog raw chicken bones. Those are two things you should never raw do. Raw chicken? You can feed them raw chicken. No. Kimberly's up next on the Mark Arab Show. Hey, Kimberly. Hey, Mark. Most heroic thing you've ever done?
9: So I've had a couple of weird encounters, but the one that's most is my daughter's wedding. Uh, she was taking pictures right before the um, reception, and she noticed behind me a child drowning in a pool. Oh, so my in God. In my mother's uh, the bride dress, I Leaped in, um, saved the boy with CPR. Lots of water came out, which is odd because usually the epiglottis closes. Yeah. But he, he came back, and turns out the name of the boy was the same name as my son in law's best friend who died and was supposed to have been his best man. That oh my is, that's, God. That so was kind of weirdly connected. But, How long ago was but that came yeah, so there's. Um, She got married in 2019 on May 4th, wow. and um, we have no pictures with the wedding party, but we do have them with the EMTs.
0: That's amazing. What a, he- what a hero right there. Pat, uh, real quick, most heroic thing you've ever done?
9: 60 years ago when I was 17, I was asked to be a lifeguard at a small lake for a, a Sunday school class, and there were about 20 all grouped together, and nobody saw this young girl kept going. She was in the middle of the group, and she was little. And she kept going down, going down. So I just raced through the group, told everybody, get out of the way, get out of the way. It wasn't a pool because you can't – it's hard to find them in a lake. And I found her and just grabbed her up, and everybody just cheered. I mean, it was a cool thing at 17 to
0: go through. uh, Did you know that Ronald Reagan saved like 100 people as a lifeguard?
2: knew he was a lifeguard.
0: Yeah, that was his job as a kid. He was a lifeguard. He saved like 100 people. Uh, Jesse and Kenton, you got 20 seconds, Jesse. Westlake Road, Canandaigua,
5: New York. I was driving by a house and saw a garage door open. There was a kid hanging from the rafters. I zipped up in there, asked the kid if he was okay. He had built a box and a table and everything to get up into the rafters, and they had knocked that down. He was just hanging there. I asked if he was okay. He said, no. I said, you want me to get you down? He said, yes. I said, drop he dropped. I grabbed him just then. The mother came out and said, what the hell is going
0: on? <laughs> and that she kid found- was Fred Savage. Got to go. Uh, star of the show. You know Fred Savage. One of and
6: ago. now, are you are guys ready
9: for the Mark Aram?
0: Uh, Keith Hudak. My buddy Hudak. Never would thought he'd want to star of the show. But good job, Hooter. Saved a woman's life. Uh, short show tomorrow, but we'll be active on uh, social media. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, it's Mark Aram WSB. We're on 6 to 6.30 tomorrow. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby
6: need no other loving baby go to sleep you little baby
11: guests of the mark Aram show stay at the all-sweet omni hotel located in the heart of chicago's magnificent mile
0: thanks for listening to the mark Aram show podcast thanks for xfinity for sponsoring said podcast a couple of things in life i don't skimp on toilet paper razor blades seafood i want the best of the best when it comes to all three and internet